0: It's been an exciting year for Apple, from the 5G iPhone launch to the release of Apple Silicon-powered Macs, but what's in store for 2021? Stick around. Hey everyone, welcome back to Today in Tech. I'm Julia Beauchamp and I'm here as always with Macworld senior writer, Michael Simon, as well as Computer World executive editor, Ken Mingus. We've been blabbering about, you know, practically all year about various Apple updates and announcements, releases, all of 2020. I think you've heard enough about them. Like I mentioned, 5G iPhone, Apple Silicon were two huge, huge stories. But first today, let's dive in to what is going to happen in 2021. So Mike, I'll go to you. What are some things that our viewers should look out for and expect out of Apple in 2021? Products, you know, software updates, whatever.
1: I wasn't ready to go first. Do I really have to go Mike, first? I can go first. Can <laughs> go. All right, all right. I, Mike, I, usually, someone, I, I like to listen Mike, to what Ken says and then contradict everything.
2: Okay, well, exactly. Well, let, let me start. Let me go first then. Um, you know, Juliet, you make a very good point. I mean, 2020 was a big year for Apple. And, you know, I would also throw in for 2020 the virtual events, which I think sort of set the, the, let's, the, let's the benchmark for how those things should be done. Uh, you know, I've gone back and forth trying to figure out what's the big, what was the biggest Apple story of, of 2020. Uh, And I think it's actually going to be the biggest story of of 2021. And it's not the, uh, the 5G iPhone. I even did a, uh, a handy uh, drawing. It is, if you can see that the M1, Uh, the Apple, the Apple Silicon. I didn't know
1: you had such, such drawing skills. You know,
2: it it is amazing what a man and a pen can do. (laughs) Um, But no, I I mean, clearly, you know, because it, it does put Apple at such a pivot point. Uh, You know, there's like, pre M1 and post M1 and 2021 is going to be all about watching that chip and the variations uh roll out across the line I think. Uh Mike now you can you can you can dispute that me was, and tell was, me that uh, I'm wrong.
1: I mean I I do I think that if you had to pick one kind of watershed moment of 2020 we knew the iPhone 12 was coming. We knew it was going to have 5G. We knew it, the mini and the Macs like all those things we knew we knew the m one was coming too we didn't know it was going to be this and I think as far as uh like a really like a kind of a stop and stare moment, that's it because you know the Mac hasn't had it's it's been it's been a while i can't i can't I can't think of it right now when the last time the Mac had a moment like this, maybe maybe. Early 2000s, maybe the introduction, maybe the arrival of macOS 10, the original maybe one OS in yeah, that was a, that yeah. was a big one. But it's it's been a long time, and you know it's it was kind of Apple's forgotten you know product. It, it, they they sell them and they make them and they're 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 known for them. You know you'd think of them, but not like this. And this is just this is just ground ground floor. I mean, there's so much there's so much more to go. And like the iPhone affects all of Apple's other products, so will this because you know, we're gonna see integration with, with the iPhone. We already see iOS apps. More people are gonna adopt the Mac or, or iPhone, I, I, iPhone users. You know, it's gonna work with the Apple Watch. There's so many more things that can come to the Mac now. Face ID, you know, that, just that tighter integration. And yeah, I think that'll, that'll be the story of, of 2021. I mean, you can say that was the biggest story of 2020. But it's going to be a widespread story over over the course of the next next 12 months, because they're going to, you know, we got the MacBook Pro, we got the Mac Pro, we got the iMac. And all these, you know, all these computers are going to have different processors. They're going to be doing different things. They're going to be more powerful. We're going to see how Apple works with graphics. Are they going to take on AMD? Are they going to take on NVIDIA with discrete graphics? There's a lot to this story. And that's what I'm looking forward to next year.
2: Yeah, you know, and, and, and to just sort, sort of piggyback on that just a little bit, you know, I, I don't think this is something for 21, maybe more for 22 or 23, but Apple being able to to do its own silicon this way gives it much more flexibility in the kinds of devices it might want to roll out, you know, beyond just the traditional, you know, tablets, phones and, and Macs, uh, you know, maybe we actually will see an, an Apple Glass or, you know, some other devices that are built around this very powerful chip. And, uh, you know, I think, I, I, Mike, what do you think? Are we going to be seeing redesigned MacBook Pros in 21? I mean, I know, you know, that the, that the first ones that came out in 2020 were basically the same old look, but just, you know, entirely new innards. Do you think we're going to get a redesign in 21?
1: I mean, maybe. I mean, we might see that 14-inch MacBook Pro that we've been hearing about for a while. I mean, what's, it's tricky because it's a laptop. Like, it needs a trackpad, it needs a keyboard, it needs a screen where do you go with that it's the same thing the same criticisms people have of of phones and not just the iphone phones in general you know it's a it's a rectangular piece of glass there's only so much you can do you can keep making the bezels smaller and make the, the the screen go out to the sides more you know samsung is experimenting with folding phones and that's that's interesting not quite ready yet apple's not one to reinvent the wheel unless the wheel needs to be reinvented and i'm not sure it really does yeah i mean i would like a macbook with you know maybe a little bit smaller bezels. i certainly want to see face id otherwise i don't really know what i'm looking for in a redesign for the macbook i mean it's 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 gorgeous it's functional it's sturdy it 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 you know it's it feels like a solid machine even even the air you know it's maybe Maybe there'll be a redesign. Maybe they'll trim the bezels a little bit. Maybe they'll do something that I'm, I don't really think about. But whether we're going to see like a folding laptop or a glass keyboard or something, you know, some of those like like, like, like Lenovo type prototypes that are that are floating around, I don't think so
2: maybe they'll go the uh, 1958 Buick route and add like three touch uh, track the whatever touch bars to the uh, the MacBook Pro you know just to glitz it up um, it, it, it's interesting too you know in in terms of things looking ahead to 2021 I saw a report this morning about the iPhone and you know the the assumption is that the iPhone 13 I guess if Apple calls it the 13 it's pretty much going to be the same lineup as this year, a little faster yeah. chip, but no real over, you know, no big overhaul. This was the year for the overhaul.
1: Yeah, this, That that's Apple's thing. You know, they'll, they introduced the mini, and the, this was more of a talk year, so to speak. And next year, we'll just kind of carry that through like sort of like an S, an S year. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm also looking forward to assuming they're coming the 5G iPads. That might be something yeah. that would get me to upgrade my iPad Pro.
1: Yeah, I bet I bet the next, uh, the next version of the iPad Pro will have 5G, maybe even the iPad Air. Uh, perhaps not the, the cheaper one. You know, they might keep that with LTE because of cost concerns. But I'm, I'm certain that the Pro, the 11 and, and the 12.9 inch Pro will, will get 5G first. Do we think that's going to be a, a Qualcomm 5G chip or
2: is it going to be actual Apple actually putting a 5G in the SoC that it's got too soon for that?
1: Yeah, I mean as far as the rumors go, they only just started that kind of project so they bought Intel what last April. You know, it takes time for these things to to get rolling. Plus Apple has a I think a four of four years remaining on its on its commitment to buy Qualcomm chips. And you know, as we've seen Qualcomm, their first the first 5G modem, the X50 was eh. The X55, which is what Apple's using, is way better, and the X60, uh, which is integrated onto their system on chip, is even better. So um, they're they're really good, you know. And whatever Apple makes is going to be just so they can cut ties with Qualcomm. the the the, the efficiency is, is is much better, and I think we'll see next year, you know, even probably longer battery life, particularly on that on the on the 12 mini. Which suffers a little bit. It's 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 not so great, and you know the modem is part of it. But um, I think Apple will develop a modem will will ship one. You know, for their own purposes, just for safe spacing and power efficiency concerns. But I don't think it's out of any real necessity. I think Qualcomm's doing doing a pretty good job with uh, the with, with with the five G stuff. Now they are.
2: Yeah, you know, you know, we're we're obviously talking a lot about hardware, we should probably talk about the overall tech culture and and, and sort of Apple's place in it. Uh, Again, something else I had seen, I think it was this week, was Tim Cook talking up the idea of remote work collaboration, you know, work from home, which is something that Apple was not traditionally uh, uh, you know, leading on. It it really wanted people in its big, beautiful headquarters because the, you know, the feeling was that's where a lot of in that hallway friction is where a lot of good ideas get shared. But Tim Cook making it, you know, very clear that at least through mid year and yeah. maybe even longer, that the company, you know, it the pandemic and what we've all gone through in 2020 has sort of, you know, again, that's a it's a sort of a tech culture pivot. It's not just Apple, but I think the fact that Apple is sort of acknowledging it and actually looking to embrace it in some ways, uh, at least based on what 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 Tim Cook's been saying, uh, you know, could be a, uh, uh, a precursor for what a lot of companies are doing.
1: Yeah. And the work from home thing is, is interesting, uh, mainly because we don't really know what the rest of the year is going to look like where, you know, the vaccines are rolling out and we're assuming it'll all go smoothly and we'll be back to some semblance of normalcy by by like June maybe. But, um, the mindset is what has to also go with that. You know, people are, you know, people are concerned, you know, like I see a, a concert on TV from two years ago and like, I get like, like, you, you
2: flinch, like, uh, yeah, Any, or even an old movie where people yeah, are like yeah, hugging yeah. up on each other and standing near each other and right. breathing. It's like scary, yeah.
1: It's just, you know, it's not gonna change overnight. And I think there also will be some systematic changes amongst companies, you know, that not only can this be done but in some ways, you know, people are happier and healthier. Maybe other people aren't, you know, maybe they'll give you the option. You know, I think that, that they'll be more flexible going forward, Apple, Google, Microsoft, you know, the the big companies. And it also opens up their workforce to, you know, the whole world. If you're not forced to go to uh, uh, Apple Park to work, you know, they can, they can, uh, you know, someone in Wisconsin, someone in Oregon, someone in India that, that might not have been afforded the opportunity that they have, maybe they can now, you know, so there are both good and bad aspects to it, you know. Unfortunately, Apple built like a like a, like a twenty billion dollar campus, and no one's there. <laughs> but I, I, I'm sure it'll be bustling. It's it's you know at some point soon.
2: It'll it'll be used. I'm sure, just not the way that you know not the way Apple thought about it. Michael, do you have any idea? Do you have any thoughts about uh, software? You know, I, I keep trying to figure out because especially in the last few years, Mac OS to me just feels iterative. You know, we're we're cleaning up the icons, we're changing the look. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, some neat little features here and there. And I see the same thing on the Windows side of things too. It's like, you know, you, you we, it's, it's a very good solid operating system, uh, you know? So I wonder if the development focus is still gonna continue to be on, you know, iOS and the mobile devices, because that that still needs work, you know? Do you see any any indications of where Apple may be going there?
1: I mean, I think, you know, more of the same. Big, Big Sur was probably the biggest change but as you say, it was more cosmetic than anything, and not even in a real big way. You know, the icons are, you know, different, and the, the, some of the buttons are different. And but you know, over the over the course of how many generations now, Apple like brings little bits of iOS to the Mac, and I, I, I suppose we'll see more of that. I think maybe widgets, you know, at some point will make their way over to the Mac. The the, the way the way we have the widgets on on in, in iOS 14. Maybe something similar to that to that uh, home screen thing with desktop. I mean, they, they have spaces and they have the Mission Control. Like they have parts of that, but maybe in a, in, a, in a more unified way. But you know, as we were saying before, you know, OS 10 is it's rock solid. Well, right, maybe not rock solid. It's close. You know, they're a bit. It's pretty. It's is, pretty it's, solid. Yeah. It's 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 you know it's quite good, and you know I don't think there's a need to reinvent the wheel if the wheel doesn't need to be reinvented. I mean, when when. When they switched from OS 9 to OS 10, there was a real need for that. O- o- OS 9 was, you know, ancient. Creaky and scary. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and they needed a change. Same thing with iOS 7. You know, I know that was, um, that, that took, a, Apple took a lot of heat for doing that, but they saw the way our devices were, were going, interface, user interfaces, and the way we were going to be using them. Also, the bigger screens and all this stuff. And iOS 7 kind of opened the, 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 the or paved the path for that by getting away from you know like more static buttons and you know more floating stuff more space more air uh, more more customization and that's what that brought now you know iOS 14 also a big change but you know more cosmetic if you don't want to use it you don't really have to it's all it's all the same and I don't know if there's a big change on the horizon for that stuff I mean I, I, the, the one place where I'd like to see a big change is the iPad because, I, I like I want to see Apple go just go all in on developing an OS for the tablet, and not, you know, still keeping that one foot in the iPhone land and you know in, in, in iOS land. Just 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 go all in, change change the whole thing if you have to. But, you know, give me an OS that's made for the tablet. The iPad is the only product Apple makes that doesn't have an OS that's specifically built for the hardware. The Mac runs mac os the iphone runs ios which previously was iphone os the watch ones watch, watch os tv os etc they renamed ipad os they didn't change it though it's still the iphone os retooled for the mac and that's, where I, that's what i want to see and I, I, I don't know if we're going to i'm not saying it's easy and i'm not saying it's it's um it's something that even ipad users would necessarily embrace it it would be a, a difficult transition to make to 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 change the the gestures and the desktop and, and, and how, you know, what we know of the iPad, but I, I, I think it needs to be done. Yeah. You know, that's a couple, couple of thoughts. I'd like to see
2: that. I'm not sure as you, I'm not sure the business case is there because I think, you know, iPad users are pretty happy with the scaled up, you know, slightly tweaked version of iOS. I agree. There's a lot of room to make it more uh, tablet-y in terms of the functions and and you know and and i as i've used the cursor more and more i'm you know coming down on the same side as you've always been the cursor just doesn't really add anything at best you know uh back back to one of the earlier points you made though that you know in thinking about how within with the m1 chips that mac os can begin to you know inherit some of the ios apps if it can also begin to inherit some of the ios you know, the, the operating system, the, the look and feel of iOS and put that on the desktop. Uh, you know, that might make for a more interesting hybrid experience. Uh, we'll see, you know, I, I'll be very, very curious to see if Apple's able to kind of break out of either one of those boxes uh, in June. But uh, I, you know, I think the M1 is gonna really force Apple and probably a lot of users too, to rethink the devices we use and how we use them you know, depending on what Apple comes up with.
1: Uh, sure. I mean, you know, it, it, it seems crazy to, to think that a Mac chip could have such a, you know, a reverbing effect on the rest of Apple's lineup. but it, it, it very well can. I mean, Apple is at its heart a computer maker. There are all these things we use. They're all, they're all mini computers. And now that it's it's, you know, it's flagship computing product, its original computing product is kind of on the same level as the, as, as the rest of these, wherein they make everything. And now they can, for the first time, really, Apple can do whatever it wants with the Mac. I mean, it, it was never in that position before. It was always reliant on either Intel or Motorola, or you know it, 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 it had the, the brains of the, of, the, of the device were made by somebody else. Now they're, they're controlling this whole thing. And yeah, I think it's gonna have a, 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 a seismic effect on the rest of Apple's roadmap for sure. I don't know if we'll necessarily see that in 2021, but short, in short order, you know, we're going to see just, just, you know, just what these chips can do, both in terms of like literally what they can do, but, but how they can have such a sizable impact on, on Apple as a company and Apple as a, as a brand. It's, it's yeah. pretty remarkable. Yeah, I, and, and
2: I think, Juliet, I think that gets back to your original question, you know, I mean, 20, 2020 versus 2021, uh, you can't look ahead to 21 unless you look at what's happened in 20. And uh, I think now that, that Apple has made the the big uh, shift, uh, it, it really positions it for for a really successful 21, assuming the economy bounces back, the pandemic has tamed, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it, I, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to see what they come up with.
1: Yeah, and I don't think Apple has been affected by the economy at all. (laughs) No. Based on on A, the the quarterly results so far, and B, if you look at the stock for anywhere, I mean, I got my son an iPad Air for uh, Christmas because he's been playing um, Apple Arcade. Ever since I got Apple One. he's been playing Apple Apple Arcade more often. And I have a very, very old mini that has a cracked screen that he's been using since he was, like, three. Oh come so on, I'm man! A new one. yeah, no, it's the rough. Program, I'd say kids overdue. <laughs> That's rough. So so I got him the new iPad Air, and I went to Costco a couple of weeks ago, and they had like one left, so I grabbed it, and now it's gone. Like the website's out, Amazon's out. Like it's crazy. Like like Apple devices are selling like 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 wild, like wildfire right now, and you know I think that they're gonna have a monster holiday quarter perhaps touching 100 billion or getting pretty damn close to it did
2: you see where they had also ordered up another 30 million iphones yeah yeah so they're you're you're right you know in terms of i guess everybody being stuck at home they want to use uh, very Maybe nice they're, devices they're and not
1: taking vacation so they're spending all their money on apple but, <laughs> exactly yeah, they seem to be doing fine and those 550 dollars headphones are still back ordered till march
2: <laughs> i <laughs> no comment okay.
0: All right, guys, so it seems like like you've mentioned, just to sum it up, the the story of 2021 is very much going to revolve around the M1 Max, which is gonna be exciting to see, obviously, one of the hugest announcements for Apple in 2020, and, I mean, really for all of technology in 2020. So it'll be exciting to see what happens. Good for Apple for having a good 2020 that makes one of us, but 2021 hopefully will be better and thank you all thank you both rather for joining and calling me joining and calling in today i really appreciate it and thank you all so much for watching this episode of today in tech if you liked this video be sure to give it a thumbs up and subscribe to our channel hit the bell icon in the corner so you're notified every single time we post a new video just a quick note we probably won't be back until 2021 so happy holidays Happy New Year. If you have any thoughts on where Apple is going in 2021, let us know in the comments below. I'm pretty sure we did a similar video last year, so if we did, I'll link that below in the description so you can check it out. Let us know how right or wrong we were. Thanks again for watching, and I'll see you next time. This podcast is produced by IDG Communications Incorporated.